Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Destroy the Stars podcast. Well, ladies and gents, just going to be doing a recap quickly of the game between Australia and New Zealand. This is the first T20, uh, first of two T20s between these two nations. Um, this one's been played at the Sky Stadium in Wellington. Both teams looking to check out their uh, their bed strength and check out their squad strength and combinations as well. Heading into the World Cup, the T20 World Cup, which starts in just a couple of in two or three months. So uh, yeah, they definitely want to check out their their combinations and all. We'll be missing a few players because they have the Test series right after as well. So that that's going to be playing a bit of a factor. David Warner probably his last tour to New Zealand. He won't be probably won't play a, another international match for. International match in New Zealand again for Australia. Um, he's retired from Test and ODIs, so he probably won't play another one. Um, yeah, and Mitchell Marsh is captain for Australia in this series. Mitchell Santner, captain for New Zealand in this series. Uh, these are how the teams fare out. So New Zealand's team for this game: Finn Allen opening with Devin Conway, wicketkeeper; Rashid Ravindra at number three; Glenn Phillips, Mark Chapman, Josh Clarkson on making his T uh, Twenty International debut; Mitchell Santner, captain; Adam Milne, East Sony, Tim Southey, and Lockie Ferguson from Australia. Got Travis Ayer, David Warner, Mitchell Marsh, Captain, Glenn Maxwell, Josh Inglis, wicketkeeper, Tim David, Matthew Short, Pat Cummins, Mitchell Stark, Adam Zampa, Josh Hazelwood. That's the teams for this game. And, uh, yeah, so New Zealand batted first. Uh, this match was played at Sky Stadium in Wellington. And um, the remaining two matches will be played in Auckland. Uh, Double uh, so two matches over the course of a weekend, Friday night and a Sunday afternoon in Auckland. That's where the final two matches will occur with this three match T20 series, and then it'll be then after that, it's just um, Yeah, then after this, there will be a two-match T20 uh, test series as well, so that's going to be very good. Um, highly anticipated test series because Australia haven't played in New Zealand for a while. Last time they came to New Zealand, they beat them 2-0. New Zealand just haven't beaten... Um, they just uh, The only team they haven't beaten in the last 10 years, home or away, is Australia. In a test series. They've beaten England at home. They've beaten England away as well once. They beat South Africa for the first time in a, t in a test series just a week ago. And also, they've beaten India at home. They've beaten Pakistan at home and in the UAE as well in the last 10 years. They've beaten Sri Lanka at home. They've beaten the West Indies at home. And they've beaten Bangladesh at home. Drew Bangladesh away from home as well. But, um, yeah, and they play Zimbabwe even. So they beat Zimbabwe as well. And... Um, yeah, so they haven't beaten Australia home or away. They haven't won a test series against Australia, I think, since 1992. Uh, that was in New Zealand, so... And the last time they won a uh, test series in Australia was back in 1985, and that was their only test series victory. So New Zealand don't have a great record against Australia um, in tests. Um, we'll, we'll cover that just in a bit, um, another time, though. But, yeah, that's, yeah, that's something... Um, Yeah, just let me just get into that quickly because I've got a little bit of limited time to be fair. Um, yeah, 
could argue that they would have drawn the 1987-1988 match because the last match of Melbourne, Richard Hadley had one of the bats from Plum but wasn't given out. Pretty ordinary decision, that one. And, um, yeah, the last time New Zealand won was um, a test series. It was only a one-off test match at the Basin Reserve in Wellington where they'll play the first test match of this series, um, a two-match test series. Uh, it was back in 1980, 1990, um, at the Basin Reserve one-off test. They won that match by nine wickets, so... Been quite some time since New Zealand won. Yeah, and the last time they won a test match against Australia home or away, um, they they won at uh, Hobart in Bellary Vale and Hobart back in uh, two thousand eleven. Dougie Brassell playing a bonus superb spell there. To win that game, debut for Trent, uh, debut test match for Trent Bolt, young Kane Williamson, young Tim Southey were playing. Um, yeah, for Ross Taylor was the captain that time. So Brendan McCollum was playing as well. So yeah, different different times then. Uh, it's been quite some time. So New Zealand really hasn't uh, won a test match at, in New Zealand against Australia since 1990 at the Basin Reserve, and they haven't won a test match against Australia. Home or away since Hobart in 2011, so that's going to be a very tough task. It always seems to be their bogey team, Australia, so it's going to be a very tough task for the Kiwis, but they do look good on paper, but uh, not many titles are won on paper. Not everything's won on paper, it's won on the day. You have to play well on the day, that's really it. It's pretty much the story of any sport. Anyways, um, New Zealand uh, batted first in this game. They won the toss and elected a bat first. Josh, Cl Josh Clarkson from the Central Stags making his uh, T20 national debut. And, um, yeah, he didn't even bowl, didn't bat, did nothing except just field two balls. That's it. Probably, the most, uh, probably one of the most non-active um, debuts ever in T20 internationals. Hardly did anything. He hardly had to do. He hardly had to do anything, to be fair. At, um, yeah, Mitchell Marsh was a superb... Uh, Superb, uh, bowled well as well, and um, was economical. One for 21 off three overs, no maiden overs. Quantum rate of seven runs and over, bowled four wides, didn't bowl a no ball. Other than that, he was pretty good on a difficult night for the bowlers. A wicket for Mitchell Stark, one for 39. Got exp was expensive in his last over, but was brilliant up front in his first three overs. One for 39 off his four overs, no maiden overs, a quantum rate of 9.75 runs and over. Bowled three wides, didn't bowl a no ball. Pat Cummins. Expensive, one for 43 off his four overs, no maiden overs, a quantum rate of 10.75 runs and over. Bowled two wides, didn't uh, bowl a no ball. Uh, speaking of wides and extras, Shy bowled 15 extras, uh, two leg buys, one no ball, and uh, 12 wides. So that's something that was pretty disappointing for the Aussies with the ball. And fourth time, fourth match in a row, they've conceded over 200 runs. Yes, they've won their three, they've won two matches against the West Indies and Lost the last one, but it is concerning heading into the World Cup. Their bowlers are leaking a lot of runs, so that's something they'll really want to address. Um, 253 New Zealand off their 20 overs, going on a run rate of 10.75 runs and over. Glenn Phillips, Marsh Chapman providing decent cameos. But um, Finn Allen, love a little start for him. 32 off 17 balls, 2 fours, 3 sixes, struck over 188.23. 
I didn't get past the power play, it's been a bit of a problem for him, but uh, if he gets past the power play, he's damaging, but uh, wasn't the case this time around. Uh, Devin Conway, 63 of 46 balls, 5 fours, 2 sixes, and a strike out of 136.95. Has been struggling, hasn't scored, a, hasn't, hadn't had a score across formats over 30 uh, in his last eight innings for New Zealand, so he, he was really out of form. Uh, this does a good little innings to just get himself back in a bit of form. Uh, lovely half century for him. That was his 10th T20 International 50. Was it his 10th? Yep, that was his 10th uh, T20 International 50, so well played from him. He's just 162 runs away from a milestone of 1,500 uh, T20 International runs as well. Uh, yeah, that would be another achievement for him. And then Dev, um, Racha Devendra finally uh, make his, taking his chance in T20 internationals. Hadn't scored a 50, highest score was 26 or 40, uh, 20 odd or something um, previously in T20 internationals. Now he scored his highest score and he was absolutely brilliant. So uh, smash out of Zampa for three sixes and one over. 68 of 35 balls, two fours, six sixes, struck at 194.28. He was absolutely superb. He's made in T20 international half century. He was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Shifted gears. Did struggle early on, but he really paid, uh, really just uh, shifted gears at the right time. The young man from Wellington and did a beautiful job. All right, just a second, just a little bit of a glitch in live play. Just a second, sorry. Uh, just while I'm looking at the stats, things just played up a bit. But yeah, uh, Australia batting second, they got off to a bit of a flyer. Travis Ed and David Warner getting off the, uh, got some cameos, go out at, uh, put on some cameos. David Warner, 32 of 20 balls, 1436, struck at 160. He got booed by the New Zealand crowd, uh, but he didn't lose his composure, he just blew a kiss and <laughs> waved at a crowd. <laughs> Pretty funny scene there. Mitchell Marsh, excellent, uh, really good captain's knock from him, 72 of, uh, not out of 44 balls, two fours, seven sixes, struck at 173.63. Glenn Maxwell, cameo from him. Uh, Josh Ingles just couldn't quite go into second gear. And uh, Tim David at the end was the real difference. Uh, the ball, the match went down to the final ball. Tim David smacking 31 not out of 10 balls, making a huge impact, showing why he's so um, heavily in demand around the world as a hitter. Plays a lot of cricket, 2-3 cricket all year round, Tim David, and uh, proved his worth once again. It really is, um, he had... He really is starting to blossom on the international stage for Australia. And um, played well in the T20 series against the Windies, against the West Indies, coming in late, making a huge impact. But uh, this time around, he did, he did this, 
and this time around he made an impact again. Superb ease from Tim David, 31 of 20, uh, not out of 10 balls, two fours, three sixes, struck it of 310, uh, hit a four, hit two, I think he hit a, yeah, he hit two sixes back to back uh, in the penultimate over of Adam Milne, uh, which got Australia right back in the game, and then uh, hit the ball, final ball of Tim Southies over for four. Glenn Phillips diving desperately, trying to knock it back. If he just got a hand of it, maybe he would have been able to save that boundary, but wasn't to be. And New Zealand really did, uh, did hurt themselves on the field, dropping three catches. Some of them were difficult, but some of them should have been taken. Most of them should have been taken. They weren't at their best in the field. Normally really pride themselves on good fielding, but just was not the case. Also, quite a few deliveries did land in gaps, and um, yeah, neither side, just, just luck wasn't on their side. So 216 for four, Australia finished on 20 overs, winning off the last ball, got out a runner of 10.80 runs and over. 12 extras conceded by New Zealand, one leg by, one by, three leg buys and eight wides. Pick up the balls for New Zealand, Mitchell Sandler was very expensive though, two for 42 off his four overs, no made no overs, a quantum rate of 10.50 runs and over, didn't bowl a wide or no ball. Adam Milne was very expensive, 1 for 30, uh, 53 off his 4 overs, no made no overs, a quantum rate of 13.25 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide or a no ball, but Lockie Ferguson easily to pick up the balls from both teams. Um, New Zealand won it, he was the man of the match for me, honestly. Um, if New Zealand won that game, he was the man of the match. That's a seriously good spell in T20s. 1 for 23 off his 4 overs, no made no overs, a quantum rate of 5.75 runs and over. Bowled one wide, didn't bowl no ball, but he was outstanding with the ball. Lucky Ferguson. Yeah, Mitchell Marsh getting a half century. That I think that's his 10th uh, T20 International half century or something. That's his 9th. And he's just... Um, he's just 68 runs away from a milestone or 1,500 T20 International runs. So he's really getting better on the international stage. Anyways, guys, that's a wrap. Thank you very much for your time. Stay safe wherever you are. Until next time, it's bye for now, and we are out of here. Let's go.